Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagell, and I'm joined for the first time in, uh, God, almost like a complete half of an entire wall. Um, Kevin Malosh is back on the podcast for his second appearance. Hello. Sorry I don't have a pin for you to wear. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But you finally made it. You had expressed to me before the podcast that you are a little tired today, Kevin. And why is that? Oh, well, because... Hey, Snowa. Hey, girl. (laughs) Yeah, the podcast dog is here. Yeah, she's saying hello to me right now. (laughs) Anyways, um, because, you know, I got to wake up at 5 to get to work by 6. That's why. And I had a hard day at work today. Working hard, yeah. Um, uh, why was it hard? What do you do? I'm a right now. I'm a delivery driver for a, a flooring company. So I deliver supplies to like installers and stuff like that. Ah, so you're driving around and lifting heavy shit all day? Yes. Ah, sounds like what I do, but and <laughs> probably I do not case, as heavy yeah. for my stuff. Oh, well, you're delivering candy and shit. <laughs> pop is the heaviest thing. Okay, I could see that. I could see pop <laughs> being heavy. Yeah, but yeah, just dr- a lot of driving, a lot of uh, living in my brain, listening to podcasts. That's why I like them. Yeah, I'm driving around in shitty-ass vehicles. The van I was in today doesn't even have <clears throat> a radio. Oh, no, that sounds like uh, illegal it should be. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, so I brought my speaker with me today, so I had music to keep me company, finally. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta start getting into podcasts. I'm telling you, if you have this kind of job, they make. I it mean, a- I do a little bit here and there, but not that much. It all depends on what podcast and mm-hmm. who and who's the guest is on it. Well, let me recommend the Split Six podcast. Well, I do listen to this podcast. <laughs> all right, hell yeah, yeah. It all depends on who the guest is, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't hurt any of our guests' feelings for the ones you don't listen to. But who's your favorite guest to listen to that's on this podcast? On this one? Or maybe some of the ones you like, you know, if any of them stick out, any of the guests. Um, yeah, okay, okay. Here's one that sticks out, but I have no idea who it is. Okay. But it's just he opposed you on it, and it was interesting. Who was it? You don't, you don't know his name? No, 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 no. I don't think it was someone I knew. So is it recent? No, it is not recent either. That's going to make it even harder. It was like a few years ago. Um, I'm trying to think of more details to give because that's very vague. I'm sure you've had a a couple of guests on here who I would imagine. Yeah, unless you're thinking of Joe uh, McNavich, but I feel like you know who that is. I kind of do, but I don't really know if I would have known that at the time. Um, Uh, It could have been him, though. I mean, Mike Berg. I mean, Mike Berg's pretty agreeable. Sorry, Mike Berg. I'm sure you don't listen to this, but... Joe, we do know, listens to this. Um, but you're probably thinking of Joe because he is, if, as long as you were specifically talking about politics segment, um, then, you know, he's uh, on the other side. Of you the know, aisle. I can't think of anything else that would, like, stand out but to that. So, no, okay, that's pretty lame of me to even bring that one up because <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> he's tired, everybody, but let's wake him up. Kevin, what are we drinking today? Today, I am drinking Bards. It is. A gluten-free beer, and it is known as the original sorrel gum malt beer. Do we have an uh, ABV on this anywhere that I can find? No, I had to look it up. It's like 4.9. So standard beer. Let's crack these open. 
Standard beer uh, percentage-wise, pretty yeah. much. Well, we're getting to the second, but whatever. Beer number one. Sports. You know, it actually tastes a little um, uh, more bitter than I was expecting for it being a uh, gluten-free beer. Yeah. Like, almost yeah. like... It's like a, an, uh, an IPA without... Without the the wheat, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I don't want to think I would call it IPA because I hate IPAs, and this one isn't even my. Fi- I like a like I was drinking Newgrass last time. That one's my favorite because that mm. one's more of a lager. That was on the podcast right over there. Yeah, there it is. Wow. I just tried to take back a bunch of those bottles, and you can't take those back at Kroger, just so everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, all right. Well, um, we're on to sports, and just so you guys all know, we're gonna do a little bit of each thing, but. There is the war going on in Ukraine, and uh, if we run out of yeah. things to talk about for this, we're going to dive a little bit into all different aspects of it, because that is consuming everyone's uh, life right now. I've, I've been mainlining, mainlining the news since uh, a week ago from today. <laughs> um, uh, so, Kevin. Yes. Um, sports. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I'm assuming you're not plugged in at all the sports right now. You might be into some. I know you. We talked about uh, UFC and stuff on the last the last time you were. On. Yeah, that is the only sport I'm. Pl- I'm only plugged in MMA and. Anything going on in that world? Yeah, there is. This Saturday, there's a big. There'll be a big pay. The sort of a big pay per view. There's not. It's not a championship fight main event, but it's a big grudge match. Okay, who we got? Jorge Masvidal versus Colby Covington. Okay, and uh, so they, they that means they must have fought recently or they don't like each other? No, they just don't like each other. Um, okay. They've not. They used to be, but it's a, there's a backstory. Is they used to be training partners and they used to be friends. They used to be really close friends. They used to be roommates, mm-hmm. you know. But this is like um, good friends turn bitter enemies now. Okay, nice. Is it just because they're fighting or because of... Uh... No. Um, allegedly... Um, the backstory is, um, a few years ago, Colby won the interim welterweight championship. Okay. You know what that means? Um, well, interim means probably not during the season. Um, welterweight's a weight class. Yes. Yes. 170, 170 pounds. Just, okay. just so we know. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you speak exactly that weight? Yeah. Oh, how the hell does that work? You cut weight. <laughs> but how do you, do you cut weight to exactly a specific thing during the weight? And that, yes. That's interesting. I thought there was like a like a 10-pound difference to a thing. I guess, why would you be lower? It's usually 10 pounds between weight classes, but in this weight class, it's 15 pounds between the next weight classes. Okay. Um, but anyways. This, this would be right around my weight class. I'd probably have to cut a little bit. Yeah, how much do you weigh? Probably like in between like one seventy, one seventy five. I think. I oh, really? I don't ever weigh myself. Oh, well, I weigh over one forty now. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> it feels good. You know, it feels good to actually say I've gained weight. Yeah. Well, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. What's <laughs> that? You're that big? I thought you were like one sixty. Yeah. Well, I mean, I drink a lot of beer, so. Oh. Oh. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. Hey, I now I can say I understand. <laughs> I wasn't able to before. <laughs> so friends turned enemies. Who's the favorite? Colby Covington. 
Okay. Yeah, but the back back to the backstory of why the of why the beef started is so. Colby won the interim welterweight championship, and at the time, um, Jorge introduced Colby to one of his striking coaches. Okay. And striking coach, like a punching thing. Yeah. Or any kind of strike, I guess. I would assume a any hitting, kind of strike. Hitting coach. Punching and kicking. Yeah. Maybe elbows and knees. Headbutts? Or that's no, headbutt? the headbutts are illegal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, I I like that rule. Yeah. I think headbutts are stupid. So he's mad because he stole the striking coach? No, no, no. Um, after the fight, he allegedly he didn't pay the, the the his striking coach and it ripped him off. And Jorge took offense to that because that's his coach and that's someone he, he mm-hmm. cares about. So that's where the beef comes from. Now is allegedly Colby has ripped off his right his coach. coach. Yeah. Now I'm wondering, um, because of the fact that you're talking about this fight, I'm sure there's an undercard, right? Yes, there is. And I'm not even that familiar with... I know a couple of the fights on the undercard, but I'm not familiar with the whole card. But this fight is particularly worth watching because of the beef, right? I would say so. So, you know, like, taking a page out of a old, like, wrestling, like, WWE is booklet where it's, like, all... Yeah, like, and by the way, and yeah. rivalries. Colby, he acts like a WWE, like, wrestler. Mm-hmm. He acts that way. And it's probably beneficial towards him if it people is. are going to watch this fight. So, um, you know, adding these theatrics, whether like whether or not this beef is, like, actually that big of a beef or not, it behooves both of them to pretend it is. Even if – I mean, it might be a beef. I'm not saying it's not. But I'm saying you should beef it up uh, to get gain popularity. Yes. You know, that's why people like I fighting mean, Conor McGregor so much because he's an asshole. And, uh right. Does, does stupid shit because it probably because it benefits him. And people are starting to want to fight. And I'm not a Colby Covenant fan at all, by the way. But I'm just being unbiased because mm. I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> official record here. Fuck Colby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not a fan of his. But uh, you you would not be either. But uh, he, like I said, he acts like this WWE wrestler. Mm. Um, where was I going with that shit? This is what I hate about being tired. What was I saying before? Oh, you were saying he takes a lot of his things from the WWE, right? Or he acts like that? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... Does the other guy? No, no, no. The other guy's from the streets of Miami. He just... He tries to keep it real. I mean, he's he's cheesed it up a little bit because he's a huge draw. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's done some things that are kind of cringy, but... He's, he, he, but he's more street. He's yeah. from the streets of Miami. Okay. Colby was like from, or he's he's like moved to Miami now, but he's from Oregon originally. Okay. Yeah. So they both live in Miami too. Right. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, so Colby, like I said, oh, this is what I was gonna say, is that a lot of people are starting to want to fight him because one, they might generally hate him, or two, because they know that he's gonna say some shit that's gonna gain popularity yeah and more it'll bring more eyeballs to watch yeah colby's very polarizing right now he when he started doing this shtick i feel like more more people hated it and didn't really buy it Mm -hmm. but as he stuck to it people i don't know it grew on people people started to like it 
Hate, so, hate drives uh, so popularity. He's, so, like, you know, it's like a half and half thing in the crowd. You know, like half the crowd will be cheering him, the other half will be booing him, you know. Right. He's very polarizing in that sense. Right. Makes makes you want to pick a side, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like you got, like, uh, all, all the sports, you know. You got, like, Michael Jordan back in the day in basketball. Everyone fucking hated him because he was kind of an asshole and whatnot. Oh, oh, I didn't and realize then, that. And then, like, the bad boy Pistons, everyone fucking hated oh, them. Oh, I, I, I figured that. <laughs> kind of made uh, Jordan who he was because they beat him up in, early in the career, early in Jordan's career. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, you got LeBron James going to Miami in, from Cleveland, leaving his hometown. Everyone fucking hated him, and that's when I started watching basketball, like, religiously. Okay. But, but then you got teams like the 4 Pistons, the going-to-work Pistons that were My just... My favorite team ever. That were just going to work. And if you weren't in Detroit, you are like, okay, this is the most boring thing. Why are their games ending in the 70 points range? Because of how good they were defensively and how, like, much, like, they just didn't bother anybody. They didn't have any superstars, you know? Right. They're the only team that's ever won a finals doesn't have a player in, like, the top 75 of all time list. Thing. Really? Yeah, because they're all just not even Chauncey, not even Chauncey, um, not even Ben Wallace, who I think's the only one in the Hall of Fame. Oh shit, Chauncey's not even in the Hall of Fame. I don't think so. He was the MVP that year. Yeah, it was by far the best too. He was the MVP. Well, I mean, Ben Wallace was probably the Ben guy Wallace was the, the captain, and, and yeah, I mean, he Ben Wallace was a big part of. I'm mm. not trying to. I, he was my favorite. By the way, yeah, Ben Wallace was at the time. Uh, <laughs> I met him. Oh, nice. Yeah, once when I was in sixth grade. Yeah, and that was in two thousand five. <laughs> that was the year after they won the championship. So that was pretty f- fucking sweet. Right. So like you know, a general general boring team, and then I think the NBA like really did not like them, and I think they might have changed the rules a little bit. Um, uh, I don't actually. I don't. I don't know if that's true. I know they changed the rules after the bad boy era. For Jordan, essentially, because they made fouls more. Because bad boys were just fucking people up all the time with yeah, fouls, like not yeah. caring. And then I think that's the invention of the flagrant foul, which you can get kicked out of a game for. So, you know, but um, uh, that's all. That's all fun, you know. It's fun. It's fun to hate somebody, is what I'm saying, and it behooves yeah, you it to, is. to make hate hate each other because that creates a, like a rivalry, and rivalries are the most fun things to watch in sports, even yeah. though they are. Other than like college football, they're pretty much dying when it comes professional because all the sports people are, except for hockey, people still hate each yeah. other. But they're all kind of friends, you know, off the court. They're mm-hmm. all like football players. You see them football, basketball. They're just like exchange, exchanging jerseys, like hugging after games and stuff. Right. You know, that would not so, have happened in like the bad boy uh, Pistons era. <laughs> no. Or some of the classic NFL. What was rivalries. that one game where they didn't? When they lost to the Bull, oh, I think it was like the would it be the West or the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, when the Bad Boys lost to the Bulls, I think it didn't shake hands. Yeah, 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 that. Yeah, that was a story. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, and then there's baseball going on right now. Is there? No, um, but there's a lock, a lockout officially is starting. Oh yeah, I heard about that. They officially canceled the first two series of uh, the season. It'll probably go longer because there's a disagreement between the owners and the players, um, which the only time I think I think in – well, actually, I think in, like, 94, baseball actually locked out for a season. But, you know, the hockey had that lockout back in, like, 2003 or four or something. Okay. Other than that, we haven't really seen um, a lockout affect a season that much. Uh, maybe a little bit in basketball one year, but um, – 
yeah, this is going to affect the season. Um, and it's billionaires arguing against millionaires. And <laughs> it's annoying for the people that like baseball, which is a dying trend because baseball is boring. <laughs> and they need to fix their game baseball a little bit. Baseball is fun to play, not so much fun to watch. Uh, is it fun to play? Or yes. do I just think it's not fun to play because I'm horrendous at it? You're just horrendous. <laughs> I'm horrendous at it, but I like no. no I mean, when's the last was... time you played baseball? Um, fuck. Yeah, like how do you even know it's still still fun to play? What's fun about it? It was fun to play. I back feel like in it's fun day. if you're good, but like, I don't ever really remember playing. I was never on like a league. It was the only sport I played growing up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had fun playing it. Yeah, well, um, uh, you don't see kids playing it at a, any uh, any of the fields ever anywhere. I did that. I did that growing up. You, well, it's kind of hard to play now. It's like because you need to carry a bat. Yeah, everyone's got to have gloves. It's really not that hard. Hockey is a hard one to play. Well, that yeah. one's a hard one. You got to have money to play hockey. Oh uh, <laughs> yes. Basketball and football. That's probably why they're the two biggest sports because kids can grow up playing it with a ball. I mean, I guess in right. basketball you need a. A net, obviously, but they're kind of everywhere, so it's not that difficult to find one. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I'm getting soft in my old age. <laughs> so, speaking of just kids playing with one ball, you know, yeah, like you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? The only thing is, I'm saying is, if they're not wearing pads, I don't want them to tackle each other. Because I don't want them to get hit, hit their heads. Oh, oh, you talking about like football? Yeah, and football. Um, well, uh, actually, there are some questionable things on whether or not helmets do anything for the game. Um, they might make injuries worse because of how you feel feel fearless with a helmet on. Oh, yeah. Rather than when you don't have one, and I, I mean, obviously, it's hard to tell with the NFL because you don't have concussion and CTE data going back. Before they had helmets, where they just had like the leather, leather oh, pads. leather pads, yeah. But you know, rugby, they don't have anything on, and uh, they're pretty, pretty okay, I think. Yeah. Um, because you can't, like, you can't use your body as a missile. Like, you're gonna fuck yourself up. <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know how rugby's played. To be honest with you. Um, it's like football that never stops. Like, there's no downs. It's just like you keep going. Oh, that sounds sweet. <laughs> and you can't do a forward pass, but you can kick the ball forward. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's it, it it is it is strange, but probably only strange because we didn't grow up playing it or watching it, so we don't understand it. Right, it's a European <laughs> sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, other than that, we still have uh, you know, so baseball's getting locked out. NFL free agency is starting, I believe, next week, which should be exciting. Um, basketball is going on right now. There's a new player on the uh, 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 on the rise right now in Ja Morant, who is on the Memphis Grizzlies and is doing some crazy shit. Just put up 57 points the other night. Had some, like, you know, Jordan Kobe-like shit going on with him. So that's exciting. A new face of the NBA and the young stars coming up. Well, we got LeBron James and the Lakers might maybe not making up the playoffs this year because they're doing really horrendous. They got booed off of uh, the Crypt, which is the new Staples Center, the Crypto. Oh, okay. Crypt, 
Crypto.com Arena. Is it still the stable? Is it it's still in the same place? But they oh. they renamed it because apparently crypto's big. Even though I fucking hate crypto and I think it's a scam, but also I hate crypto too. It's definitely bigger than going to the Staples store because who the fuck does that anymore? You know. <laughs> When's the last time you've been to Staples? That was a store, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what it was named after. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> it's not. It's probably not even a store anymore, is it? I'm not sure, but they it had to have been because who's paying for that name? Unless they already paid for it. I don't know how that shit works, but I feel like they would have renamed it a long time ago if it wasn't a store. Maybe, it, maybe it isn't. I don't know. <laughs> right. I forgot all about that. You kind of unlocked a suppressed memory there. To be honest with you, I, I forgot about Staples. I don't even know if I've ever been in one. <laughs> I consume a lot of media. um uh but yeah um so that's essentially the sports world right now michigan and michigan state just played in college basketball michigan uh whooped on michigan state um oh in basketball wow yeah in college basketball um they're both like kind of borderline uh ncaa tournament teams because that's coming soon and um uh yeah it's just you know Michigan's looking a lot better of late after their coach kind of punched another guy and is still suspended, which you don't fucking see from a coach, but this guy is a Juwan Howard. He was on the Fab Five of the Pistons, or the, not the Pistons, the Wolverines back in the day, uh-huh. where they got their titles and whatnot stripped for for paying the players to pl- pay, play there. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? Well, like, you can't pay players to you could you used to not be able to pay players to come to your college, you right? Know? But they paid like Chris Weber, Juwan Howard, who was Michigan's coach, um, and uh, Jalen Rose, and some other people that were all like really high recruits and ended up going on to having at least decent NBA careers. And they paid them all to play there secretly, like oh. so they got their title. I think they won a title. They got it stripped. Okay. Oh, I just heard who got stripped of something. Who? I forget. I don't know what's. I'm gonna take a guess and say it's judo, because I, I know. He, I know what you're talking about. You know, I think it was taekwondo. Ta- it was taekwondo, really? I don't know. It's one of the two. It was Vladimir Putin. Yep. He recently got stripped of his black belt. Vladimir who, Putin. Who, who what was a transition, Kevin? Good job. Yeah. Well, what was the? Uh, what, what was the like the agency that like stripped him of it though? Who? What was that? I don't know. It's not like he take away what he knows. But. Right. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Uh, you know anything about him rising to power in Russia? Not a lot. Well, I've been uh, doing a lot of research. Um, uh, he rose sometime after Yeltsin. Yeltsin. I don't remember Yeltsin. That sounds like a name. Okay. <laughs> um, you're gonna have to. Yeah, you're gonna have to educate me on this one. <laughs> All right, well, from what I know, what I think I know, and take all of this with a grain of salt because it was all from Wikipedia and podcasts that I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) But I believe he was born in Leningrad, which is now St. Petersburg, Um, but came to power. um, He was like the prime minister of Russia under Yeltsin. I don't know. I should probably just look this up. But um, then he... One of the things he did to get to power that's rumored or and there's like, you know, quite a bit of evidence um, is that he did a false flag attack on his own people and bombed his own Russian people and blamed it on the Chechnyans so he could have an excuse to invade Chechnya 
um, and like try to take over there after their first failed war. And it was just happened like three years after the war, I believe. So like, why would Chechens, who won the war apparently, um, go and just attack again? And then Russia invades again. They they bring uh, Putin is kind of responsible for bringing Russia back after the collapse of the Soviet Union. Um, with his you know, he was a former not the KGB but whatever it was before the KGB, just like the Russia CIA. Okay. Um, remember that. Um, and yeah, he's kind of a cease power ever since. Had sham elections, where you know anyone getting any kind of power, he just throws them in jail. If they're <laughs> like lose the election, he I think they have an election coming up soon that's going to vote to see if Putin will be in power until at least twenty thirty six. Um, keep in mind he is sixty nine years old. Nice. I was about to ask how old he is. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a worldwide terrorist right now. Essentially, enemy number one for most people. Right. Um, because he invaded Ukraine last Wednesday, um, which. Um, yep. We were supposed to do the podcast, me and you, last Wednesday, but, um, but but unfortunately, Putin invaded Ukraine, so we had to. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would have been funny is we would have finished the podcast, and then by the time it came out, we would have been talking about it, and Putin's already in Ukraine. Like I say, every time I make this podcast, mm-hmm. something fucking crazy happens the next day, and I don't because I can't talk about it immediately. Like right. you know, like yeah. which could happen. You know, something crazy could happen tonight. <laughs> But we should be watching the news at the same time. <laughs> but what we should talk about before we get into the other things about what's going on is what the old Soviet Union was. Kevin, are you aware of what that was? Uh, n- not a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been so, a while. It's been a while. After um, uh, World War Two, um, the Russia controlled like almost all of. Uh, eastern europe including like you know proxy things in like eastern germany poland he did control the baltic states as in lithuania estonia and uh latvia also moldova and ukraine um and uh belarus um and then the fall of the soviet union um latvia estonia lithuania and ukraine all became like their own uh nations so did belarus but belarus i think eventually putin went in there and installed like a pro-russian government at some point which is theoretically kind of what he's doing trying to do in ukraine right now Uh but um estonia latvia and uh poland and and uh fucking or lithuania which is where i'm my my ancestors come from um oh you're uh, lithuanian yep on my dad's side okay um uh they are all in nato which uh, has a pact to defend each other if they are ever attacked, which Putin doesn't like because um, giving up all these control, there's like Russia can be surrounded on a lot of the sides with like how it is right now. Ukraine notably is not in NATO, which is why Putin can freely invade them. And Ukraine is also the only country to ever freely give up nuclear weapons when I believe they used to have the largest arsenal of them. No shit. Yeah. Um, and they did it on after talking to Russia, Great Britain, and I think probably the rest of NATO um, with promising to defend each other if they are ever attacked, if you get rid of your nuclear weapons. Which, let me tell you, my friends, don't ever give up your nuclear weapons because shit like this will happen to you. 
Because if Ukraine still had nuclear weapons, yeah. Putin's not going to invade. Didn't really sound like a good idea. Yeah, I mean, nuclear... They said the most at one point? I believe so. I could be wrong, but... Um, okay, okay. I, I, I believe at the, you know, in the early early 90s, they had a lot. Um, you know, not a lot of countries actually have nuclear weapons, I'm realizing. Um, like, it's pretty much United States, Great Britain, France, Russia, China, probably India. Um, North, North Korea. North Korea might have some there they do well they, we don't we don't actually know how powerful they are i don't think or how much control they have over them but they probably we, we should assume they do and uh honestly that might be that might be it for the recognized oh probably saudi arabia i would assume but oh yeah they got a lot of money because we probably would have invaded them because you know united states has done shit like putin's doing in the past just uh got better news coverage uh because it was against brown people and not white people really because <laughs> you think about it we did the exact same thing that putin's doing to ukraine right now to iraq um where putin is going in under false obviously fake um shit claiming that <laughs> claiming that he's trying to rid ukraine of the neo-nazis that control it when the president is jewish the prime minister is jewish like so just a bunch of bullshit but you know, we went to Ukraine, or into Iraq because they had weapons of mass destruction when they didn't have what? anything. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> right. So you know, it's all. I I actually just um, looked at something today that uh, kind of explained to me what a possible motive of Putin doing this is, and uh, of course, it comes down to oil, but. <laughs> doesn't it always but, oil and money mm-hmm. and um, uh, also Russia is fearing that like if Ukraine does join NATO then not that I don't I don't think NATO would fucking do anything but um, uh, you know then he couldn't ever do this because Ukraine wanted to join NATO and was on the path but one of the problems with uh, Ukraine joining NATO and probably one of the things that why they didn't why NATO didn't accept them is because that probably would instantly trigger a war with Russia because in 2014, Russia invaded Crimea, which is on the southern part of uh, Ukraine. That's like kind of like narrowly attached to it, but is in like the Black Sea. Um, uh, but like Russia took that and had Ukraine join NATO, you could say, all right, well, there's Russian forces here. You have to come help me because they're already took part of our country. You know, so and going to war with Russia is dangerous because of the nuclear capabilities and the unstableness that Putin um, puts on. If whether he would actually use nukes or not, you know, I I don't know because that's I don't even know if it's up to like he's he he'd have to command the order, but there's still a chain of command where people have to decide: Do I want to end the world? And uh, I think back during the Cold War, like there was like you know they have radar technology to uh-huh. see if like bombs are coming or whatnot. And somebody saw bombs coming towards Russia, like a bunch, or what looked like bombs, and just was like, yeah, I'm not doing anything or telling anyone. Ended up being like a, a, a malfunction in like a flock of birds. But <laughs> that could have ended the world, <laughs> you know, or at least ended the two uh, biggest countries in the world at the time, uh-huh. as in United States and Russia. So, yeah, so Ukraine joining NATO is a 
would, would have been a stretch for NATO to accept that, knowing that they would probably have to go into an armed conflict with Russia, not knowing what he would do as in um, public enemy number one right now. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> wow. But Crimea also has a bunch of access to like the uh, where they would have in the maritime sec- section of the that they would control in the Black Sea which is I think discovered in 2012 that there is rich amounts of oil deposits there um, and Russia is a petrol state meaning they export almost that's where they that's where like Putin and his oligarchs get like most of their money is exporting oil to um, the rest of Europe via these pipelines one of which went th- used to goes through Ukraine, but Ukraine was taxing them a bunch on it, and they just built like something through the Baltic Sea to give it to like Germany because Germany depends a lot on it, and so does most of Europe. Um, but then was also just discovered that parts of Ukraine, where there happens to be separatist movements there, uh, all the way on the east of Ukraine, has a lot, and all the way on the west now, which there happens to be separatist movements that are pro-Russia in Moldova which is borders Ukraine on the, the southwest part. Um, so, theoretically, Putin doesn't want to lose. If, but you, the thing about Ukraine, like we, they've known this for a while, but they've never had the technology to do it. But they had Shell and Exxon like come in and start building these things. But then Russia annexed Crimea. They move out because, you know, these countries don't want to fucking... Or these companies don't want all their shit to blow up if Russia decides to do anything because of how unstable they appear. And Russia, theoretically, doesn't want to give up their main source of income to the Kremlin, Putin himself, and his oligarchs that, you know, are in the country. Like, you know what an oligarch is? Pretty much, like, someone high in the country that uh, has a bunch of money. Like, you people could say, like, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are oligarchs a little bit. Like, they control a lot of the politics and whatnot based on, like, who they donate to and who supports okay. them. Fear number two, entertainment. All right. Well, we probably can talk about entertainment so we can give this a little break so I can get my mind a little bit right trying to explain all of this. Um, what have you been fucking with these days, Kevin? Entertainment-wise? Mm-hmm. Shit. Watching any new shows? Listen to any new music? New music, yeah, a little bit. Um I'm going to see them soon. Um, they're like my favorite band in a way. Okay. Um, they're called the Dolly Rot. Or I think I'm wearing. Yeah, I am. I'm wearing their shirt. Oh, nice. Yeah. They punk. Yeah. Like Kevin. super, like bubblegummy, poppy, sugar coated punk. Okay, I think I like that. You you might get a kick out of them. I mean, I know you're big on lyrics, but I mean, there's nothing really serious about their lyrics. Mm-hmm. They're just a fun. They're fun. Yeah, they're a fun band, and all their songs are meant to be fun. So, can you relate them to a band I might know? Um, you know, Bowling for Soup. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with that <laughs> a little bit, but but also with um, Bowling for Soup punk. Well, you know, little um, true punk. Probably not really. Mm-hmm. I don't really know much about them because I'm not a big fan of them. They I got really s- pretty much just know that one song, the 19, yeah. 1985. You know something? That's actually a cover. 
Is it? Yeah, it was released in the same year. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, the, the original... They just, like, essentially stole it? <laughs> I, I don't know what the whole true story is. I, I just assumed at the beginning that it was just... They were probably friends with the band. They probably did, like, a mix mash where they probably covered each other's songs. Cause bands, I love it when bands do that. Yeah. Where uh, they do, like, an EP where they split, where they, like, cover each other's songs. Oh, I've never even heard of bands doing that before. Oh, really? Yeah, like... That, that might be, like, a big punk thing. I mean, like... That sounds kind of wild. <laughs> oh, that, that's big in punk. A lot of punks do that. Uh-huh. So, uh... But, uh, it's a ch- chick singer, though. Got you. Um, who else got to c- compare him to? Um, yeah, I could compare him to the Ramones. Um... I'm trying to think of more female ones, but all the female ones I'm thinking of are, like, more aggressive. And they're not aggressive at all. So. Yeah, I can see female punk being more aggressive because of frustrations with the patriarchy, you know. Yes, <laughs> I thought about Bikini Kill, but I'm like, eh, it's more. They're more like political. So this is just have fun. Yes, have fun. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And there's a lot of the songs I've ever met. So it's um, Kelly and Lewis. They're actually husband and wife. And it's nice. Kelly's the bass player and she's the lead singer, and then Lewis is the guitar player and does backing vocals. Hell yeah! Yeah, that sounds like a dream marriage right there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> they got they got two kids. You know, they're about they're going on tour right now. They're promoting their new. It's not really an album. It's more of a compilation. It's like a compilation of like B sides and mm. rarities, maybe some singles and some and covers. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So that's what they're touring for. It's called uh, Down the Rabbit Hole. Okay. They got a lot of, and they're cute. They're very, so I, I think a lot of a lot of our female friends would like them. Yeah. I think a lot of our female friends would probably like them. Mm-hmm. They're very cute. A lot of their songs are very romantic. A lot of very kid, very kid friendly too, to be honest with you. Very, <laughs> yeah, why not? They're kid friendly. They're just a fun band and uh, not a band to take serious and I, and I, and I love them. And and I love them for every reason I just mentioned it for. Yeah. Like uh, they one of their covers that they released on the album. Speaking of how kid friendly they are, so they did this cover years ago. Is it Baby Shark? No, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Baby Shark. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Damn, you are really unplugged. Oh wow. But uh, they did a cover of. Have you ever heard of it's an oldie? It's an oldie called the Duran Ron. Nope. Oh, I don't know who the original artist would be who wrote that, or it probably was a song written and then it was performed by someone, but it's been performed by many artists over the years. Okay. So it's, it's the Duran Ron, and it, they play that, and then they play "I Want to Be Sedated" by the Ramones. So it's two songs in one. Okay. But they did another version of that where they added another song to it, so it'd be the Duran Ron, and then the Sponge. From SpongeBob. Okay. Yeah, and then they do <laughs> I Wanna Be Sedated Again. <laughs> I see a, a band once which I know they're just a bunch of old men opening up for um Verve Pipe. What's that? They, were, they I don't know what the band was, but they were opening up for Verve Pipe and they did they ended their thing by the like covering a bunch of songs they would go back to this like refrain like that was like a little goofy and whatnot, but yeah. it was like kinda like you know, had those kind of vibes, what I believe you're describing. Okay. <laughs> but 
But yeah, okay, cool. So check out Dolly Rock, everybody. Dolly Rots. Dolly Rots. The Dolly Rots. The the Dolly Rots. Yes. <laughs> um, you didn't know Alt J. Um, uh, I've heard them before, and I, I dug it. Mm-hmm. I dug it. You know, it's not something that I I ever listened to by myself. Yeah, but they kind of you show me them. I know, like uh, Matt Bowie showed me them back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember that. Well, I, I dug it. They just released a new album called The Dream. Um, and I've been listening to it, and it's pretty good. Um, it has the it has this one song called Get Better that might be one of the saddest songs I've ever heard, so you know I fucking love it. <laughs> I'm not into the sad ones anymore. <laughs> I used to be, but... Well, our brains work yeah. differently. I am uh, perpetually happy, and you are the opposite. So, I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I want to escape my reality when I listen to music. So that's do why, I. That's why I listen to bands like the Dolly Rots. That's why I listen to bands like Alt-J. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, uh, you know, get more... I need, we need to, we're all searching for balance, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's like my mind, because, you know, uh, I, I, I don't hide from it. You know, I got some... Uh, some mental illnesses, you know, so mm. uh, depression comes in from time to time, you know, so it's like I it used to listen to music like that to cope, but now I'm beginning to think I might have just listened to it to dwell. Oh, that's a very poetic thing to say right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you feel worse after listening to like sad music? Like do you at fuck- the time, it, no, it would I would listen to it and it, it and at the time it would help me cope. Mm-hmm. It would. It would. It would put me in a better mood, but then once my mood changed, I got to listen. I, my music would change as well because I'm, I wasn't sad anymore. Yeah. So I started listening to more. So I would then transition to more happier music after that. Got you. So let's say your mood changed and became happy. Would listening to sad music bring you back down? No, but it wouldn't be something I'd be interested to listen to in, in the moment. Okay, gotcha. But even when I'm sad now, I don't even go to the sad music anymore. I just go straight for the happy music because I'm trying to just to, get out of that state. Right, to not dwell. Right. Okay, interesting. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like like all kinds of music, but like if I'm – I just re- – something about anything that's nostalgic or kind of sad and a little bit melancholy just really sticks out more for me. Even though – Kissippi is one of my favorite people, um, but well, her music is kind of nostalgic, even though it's like poppy and upbeat. But okay, yeah, um, it's still you, you know I don't know talking about uh, like lost love and uh, yearning for it, the good times and whatnot. Like I I like all of that. Okay, <laughs> and I do respect some sad music. Um, I like it when it's when music starts off set, but they're able to uh, it, it it gets better. Mm-hmm. Like I was listening to a song. It's not. I was listening to a song on the radio th- this morning when I was driving to work. I think it was "Fine Again" by Seether. Mm-hmm. You know that song? Probably. It's, it, it's like it, it, I am aware now that, that everything's gonna be fine. fine. Yeah. 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 That's all. It's not like it's one of my favorites, but it was just... I just Used to be one of my favorites. I yeah, definitely brought yeah. that onto a CD back in the early Did you? aughts. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, it's a good like, radio rock song to listen to every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was just like, all right, this will work. Reminds you know? me of, like, Stained and shit. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's singing about his anxiety, 
mm-hmm. in the in the verses, the chorus is, "I am aware now that everything's going to be fine." Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it takes yeah. time, but you know that that's really like a good song to listen to when you're when you're probably having an anxiety attack. That'd be a great song <laughs> to listen to to try to calm you down. Yeah, that'd be like a song I would listen to to try to get me out of that state of mind. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you some lyrics to this "Get Better" song because I like it. I'm gonna try to maybe explain like because like I like you. I like to like songs that like tie up a message, you know, with their or, or tie up a message or a story or whatnot. Um, but this one, I mean, I'm not certain what this song's about because I've like just been diving into it. But this is by. Frank Turner, not Alt J. I know Frank Turner. Yeah, I know his song "Photosynthesis." I like, but that's that's more of a. I mean, I don't know. That's that's an upbeat sounding song. If you've ever heard that one, but um, so the chorus goes, um, "Get better, my darling. I know you will get better, my darling. I know you will get better." Um, and then, like, basically, just like this whole story about I, I don't know. I'm assuming someone in his life that probably probably was oh yeah definitely was dying because (laughs) happy birthday staff smuggled in a card i made it rests under your pillow when out of icu you'll cringe at all the i love yous oh um then go back to get better and then there's one part like where he's obviously yearning and remembering the past it goes a younger you and a younger me meeting at the serpentine i am yours you are mine um but then there's this one part where he says this over and over again. He says, I still pretend you're only out of sight in another room, smiling at your phone. I still pretend you're only out of sight in another room, smiling at your phone. And that just like, you know, that just hit me like <laughs> um, hard. And then. Oh, some of you can relate to. Yeah. Um, um, uh, but then it, it, it uh, ends itself with the chorus again, like at the very end. But instead of saying the get better, it's a voice recording of a girl. And like you can hear it and it says, get better. And then he and then he comes in like, my darling, I know I will. Like, I will instead of you will. Oh. Like saying that probably that she died and uh, he knows he'll get better at the end. Oh, that is. Oh. It's a. It's kind of chilling. It, yeah. But when way. I first heard it, I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to start crying. This is my first listen. You know, yeah, I might like a song. I probably would like a song like that. I would like a song like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll have to listen to it after the pot. Okay, I'm gonna show you some Dolly Routes. I want to hear what you have to say. Oh yeah, I'll probably be like, this sounds like a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell you meant by that at all. At all, <laughs> it just sounded funny. Well, you know, no ups and downs. Just like, oh yeah, you know, which which uh. You know, I, I have a theory of uh, life that I don't really believe ups and downs or, or straight lines exist in terms of life. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I think it's obvious. Right. Like, like, well, that's why I don't believe in one of the main reasons I don't believe in like heaven or hell, because like eternal greatness is a straight line. And that's that will just turn into normalcy and nothing and the most boring thing. Same with eternal badness, you know. Your ups don't exist without your downs. The thing is, I think we're trying to get perfect pitch, which, you know, if you ever examine an audio file, 
how it's up and down, you know? Yeah. We're trying to get that perfect pitch of one that's harmonizing close to the center of the straight line, but going up and down and up and down, like, because you kind of, you still want it. You don't want these crazy downs with little ups, because the more down you go, the harder it's going to be to get back up. The more uh -huh. up you go, the harder it's going to be to get back down. And it's, they're both, you know, different versions of mania or manicness. Um, so you want it to be a balance of across this line. Mania is not fun. Right. You want to talk about it? No, I actually don't, to be honest <laughs> with you. Because honestly, it's more humiliating to me than than it is sad. Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. I don't yeah. think you, you should feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you're right. I should. Mm -hmm. But still, it's still still has led to some moments in my life where I'm just like, it's really embarrassing, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I've, again, we we are um, uh, two different peaks, you know? <laughs> I've had some very embarrassing moments of my version of mania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which are just like, oh, let's be chaotic and do whatever I want that my pure intuition tells me to. And at the come down is a little bit like fuck. Okay, I went I went a little too crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 exactly. <laughs> That's exactly my point. But yeah, I'm. Uh, you watching any new TV shows? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you what do you, do you ever do you even watch TV at all? Not not that much anymore. Um, I'm trying to think what the last thing I would have watched was. Hmm. Um. Watch movies from time to time. Uh, used to love TV. I don't know what's good. Well, Are you gonna recommend Watchmen again? I mean, I love Watchmen. I was always recommend that. But yeah, um, I was hoping you watched Euphoria. I don't. I okay. don't watch uh, Euphoria. I want to say that. But okay. People have been talking about it all all over Twitter for like this whole. I see people on Facebook talking about it. Yeah, it's, it looks like a show that I might try to get into because also I like that. That one, the main girl on it. Yeah, Zendaya. Zendaya, yeah. So that's how you say your name. The new, the new heartthrob. She's fucking hot. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. She is. She is. I don't think she's super hot, but she seems super cool. I think she's both. <laughs> Maybe not super. Okay, I'm not. I feel, like we're, a, I feel, I feel like, like we're judging too much on her appearance right now. Well, I think we're judging too much on what the word "hot" is. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, she's also, very pretty. How about that? Yeah, I would say. I would say so. But, um, uh, yeah, Euphoria starring Zendaya and other people takes the, this. I've, I've seen, like, the first five episodes, and I just really, I don't know, something about it I don't like, which is hard. It, I really want to like shows that people are talking about all the time. Right. But this one's right. been hard for you me. You want to feel like you're a part of it. Yeah. I don't, there's something about it I don't like, and I kind of don't understand. I mean, I'm only five episodes in, so I should probably give it you know, a couple more before I really quit. Okay. But right. also I, I tend to like shows that have some kind of a supernatural element to it. Um, though the show I'm going to talk about next doesn't have a supernatural element to it unless you consider, well, the, have you ever heard of the righteous gemstones? No. You know who Danny McBride is? Yes. It's, it's like one of his shows. Um, the righteous it, gemstones is one of his shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. It's one. about like a like a mega church family. Okay. But you know, imagine one of the sons of this and John uh Jonathan Jonathan Goodman? 
Am I saying that right? John Goodman? Yeah, John Goodman. Yeah. Um, he's the dad of the family. Uh, Daddy McBride's like the oldest son. And then there's this girl. I should know her name because she's so great in it, but I don't. And then Adam Devine from Workaholics is the youngest son. And just that dynamic of all of them is just so funny. And Danny Mc, anything Danny McBride does is pretty... He's a funny guy. You know, he's got his, he's got a specific, his character is like that kind of character. Yeah. You know, I need, you know what Sean needed to watch is that Eastbound and Down. I've never seen I that. I haven't seen that either. Yeah. And I love Danny McBride, but I've never seen that show. I always get that confused. I haven't seen it, but I always get that. Is, is that, is he, he's not in Trailer Park Boys, right? No. Oh, oh, you're, th- you're I know exactly what you're thinking of though. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what the I, fuck I don't am I thinking of? <laughs> I don't know what the character's name. I I've seen Trailer Park. I like Trailer Park Boys. I've I haven't seen a lot of it, but I've seen mm-hmm. I've I don't know how much I've seen. I've seen like at least the first season. I want to say and some of the second season, and I've seen one of the movies that they did. It was <laughs> it was pretty fucking funny. I'm not gonna lie, it was funny as fuck. I am almost certain on this podcast at some point I have referred to Trailer Park Boys when I meant East Pound and Down. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't seen anything of Eastbound and Down. I've probably seen like one half of an episode yeah. of Trailer Park Boys. I gotta see who's in that. <laughs> I'm for the one who Trailer Park. Are you looking up Trailer Park Boys or Eastbound and Down? I'm looking up Trailer Park Boys. Okay, because I was gonna look. Who who is that character's name? The one that looks like Danny McBride. Of? Yeah. Um, probably Rob Wells plays him. Or maybe John Paul Trem- Tremblay? Juli- is Julian the name? Julian! Is that the character's name? That's the character's name. Rob Wells, for some reason, doesn't have a character's name. And the guy that plays, I believe his name is Bubbles, right? I know Bubbles. He's the one with the glasses. Mike Smith, but his um, character's I think I'm thinking of Rob Wells, whoever he plays. But for some reason, on this... Ricky, maybe? Ricky, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. He's got strong Danny McBride vibes, right? Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> yeah, um, but that season, uh, this season two just ended, and you know, I think believe they ended at the same time as Euphoria, which is interesting that they would put HBO would put both those shows out at the exact same time. What shows? Uh, Euphoria, season two of Euphoria and season two of Righteous Gemstones. Oh, okay. they both just ended on Sunday, I think, and uh, I don't know why they would do that. They're two of their most popular shows. Well, I guess maybe maybe Righteous Gemstone is not as popular, but um, Euphoria is definitely their most popular show right now. Okay. I think. I can't think of a... What? Yeah, because Game of Thrones is done. They haven't released Fire and Blood yet, which is, I believe, coming this year. Is Game of Thrones on HBO Max? Yeah. Huh. Did you watch that? No, I've never had any interest. Hmm. But if it's, if it's on HBO Max, maybe. I mean, you're... You're past everything, but that was, uh, you know, obviously one of the shows that impacted well, me the most. <laughs> well, here's the thing. That's a good thing. You know, you don't – that's a good thing about streaming channels. Remember Dustin? Yeah. He used to tell me that. He no, used to... I don't remember Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin I mean, used to work with us at Benny's. <laughs> yes. For many years. Of course, I remember him. <laughs> Shout out to Dustin. Shout out, Dustin Ballard. Hope yeah. you're well. I miss you. Yeah, I miss you too. I haven't I haven't seen him in. Oh, that would have been a great surprise yeah. if I had Dustin on this podcast with us. Oh, that if you had Dustin here, I don't even know what I would have done. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's like you know what the thing is. Like I would love to meet Dustin again to show him the new Kevin, not the old Kevin. Yeah, because you were a child. Oh yeah, absolutely. Does it mean I was too? You know, I mean, 
I've we've we've both changed a lot since uh, what back in two thousand. We were very very young adults, right? Or we were late teen or late teens, and then in our early early twenties, right? When we mm-hmm. knew Dustin. So yeah, time has passed. Uh, we've both matured a lot, right? What were you saying about him? About oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to tell me back in the day that uh, he didn't watch TV shows until they were done all the way. And now with streaming, well, that so- wasn't true because I remember talking to that guy every time we worked together about Breaking Bad. Oh no shit. Okay, <laughs> well maybe that's what he tried to do. Mm-hmm. But I didn't watch Breaking Bad until it was on its very last season, so I was able to. Uh, I think I started. I think season, I watched it when it was done. Actually, I think I started in season four. Like that's when I started watching it, and then I binge it all and watch season four you know i almost didn't watch it because i was like i swear to god if brian cranston is in his underwear i'm not watching the show <laughs> in the very first scene he's in his underwear yeah <laughs> i'm like put some pants on please come on dude like i'm like no nah, i'm not watching this and then eventually i just got sucked back into it and i'm like oh my god God, did I fall in love with that show? <laughs> I used to stay up all night watching that, and then going to work the next morning. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm uh, have you? Did you? Do you watch Better Call Saul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I hope I'm all caught up. I don't know. I might be a season behind. I'm not sure. What's the last thing you remember? If you remember, I honestly I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a while. Since I've watched okay, it. Okay, well, you, are you at least in the the second to last season? I'm pretty sure last season I watched was season four. Okay, well, I'll tell you the end of the second to last season. Oh, I don't know if I want you to tell me the end. Not the last, not the... Well, oh, so, the second to last season. So, like, you might... You, oh, okay, okay, tell me the e- second to you last either, season. You either just, this is how the cliffhanger ended, or this is how, um, uh, or, or this is one season after what I'm going to say. So when Kim gets in the car crash. Oh shit! I don't know if I knew Kim got into a car crash. Well, having the last episode of the second, second last season, season to air. So you so maybe you're maybe you're two seasons seasons behind. Shit, I might be. <laughs> well, it's all on Netflix, so you should probably watch that. You know I, what? I I'm, think that I'm show going is. To. I think that show is better than Breaking Bad. Oh, I don't think so, but. Well, well, you know what? It's you know, not like you're, I really, you're two, really. You're think. two seasons behind, so you have you have a lot more to go. <laughs> Shit, I might be, but I have to. I really want to remember where I, I, you know, I do remember where I last left off. So, okay. Well, enlighten me. I believe it was when um, Jimmy. He was in court for some reason. I think. With his brother? No, not with his brother. I think it was had to, might have had to do something for his brother. You know, Jimmy's in court. You're talking a show about a lawyer. That doesn't give me much. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy was in court. Oh, I know exactly where you are. <laughs> Remember, I'm tired. Considering he's in it every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. Where am I at? But that what did I mean by okay? Basically, Kim wanted him to be genuine about something, and she thought he was. But at the end, pretty much he was the same old. He was slipping Jimmy. Basically, he basically was like was acting the whole time. He had to talk to like a judge or something like that. Okay, then you're caught up. I am. 
Yeah. You don't remember Kim being in a car crash? I might just rewatch the show, to be honest with <laughs> I you. I mean, honestly. I'm okay with that. It happened at. Uh, this is why I also, I also like watching shows all at once, too. I love binge watching. I love. That's what I love about these streaming services. You know, that's that's probably why you don't remember because you probably binge watched everything. So no, I didn't binge watch. I watched it when it was on TV. Oh, okay. Well, then you didn't dwell on it. Apparently, there's a lot on my mind. You know, <laughs> I can't keep track of every. You know, they have war in Ukraine going on there that I'm trying to learn about, and also I'm trying to be a be an adult at the same time. <laughs> well, it helps when you do a podcast every week and you have to talk about this stuff. So I, you know, I don't, I don't forget, I, I forget a lot because it all congeals into like one thing. So I don't really know what I'm saying or what I yeah. have said, but well, like, I'm just talking all, about it's all in there somewhere. Life in general. We, we both got to work. We both got to pay bills. You know, we both have social lives. We both have families, you know, mm. so it's, uh, we both are, we're always doing something pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I, my life never stops. Like right. it's, it's, it is completely filled with activities and stuff right almost every day right (laughs) yeah well um uh, i guess i just have a better memory than you somehow because i drink a significantly more than more than you i think i probably smoke way more marijuana than you though that is true and marrow and that does affect memory okay well that might be the source of this you could have been very stoned watching kim get into a car accident and then them resolving that in like two episodes Damn, you know, I'm just gonna rewatch the. I'm just gonna rewatch it, and and then I might be all caught up. Who knows? You think Kim dies in this last season? I think she leaves him. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're gonna kill her off, but the fact that she's not referenced at all in Breaking Bad, you know, I mean, of course they probably didn't know what Breaking Bad was gonna turn into. Right. But um, I'm 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 gonna say she dies. Actually, no, because I think that might turn Jimmy into something different and i think it'd be a bad story point if he just gets deeper into it after kim dying well that's the thing though i think she just i think eventually she leaves him so do you think she comes back in the the end in the black and white stuff what's the black and white stuff like you know how they start every every season premiere with with like in the future oh yeah which is uh you know classic Vince Gilligan style like doing things a little bit backwards like where black and white normally represents the past but this is representing the future I would say that's a cool story part yeah I would say no like I guarantee you this next season starts with black and white and the the last episode will probably be entirely in black and white there's something in the the future yeah there's something that I just get the feeling that she's just gone like she left him and didn't come back we don't mm. see her again. She's living a new life. Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a prediction for the future. Of better and sorry, we didn't say any spoilers, everybody. But yeah, we totally <laughs> did. Actually, we we said a lot. Of no, shit. no, I'm saying we didn't say spoiler alert is what I meant to say. But <laughs> fuck, if only can you edit this? <laughs> I can, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Dick move. <laughs> This is classic split six podcast. We spoil everything, um, um, which you claim to watch or listen to this podcast, but I'm not certain you do. <laughs> Consider you don't know the names of any guests that you like. Who me? Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, wait, well, I could say Brian Nyson, you know, because he's on a lot. Oh, do you like his episodes? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Some people don't like his episodes. Oh. Um, but, you know, <laughs> you chose somebody you didn't know the name of that disagreed with me once. <laughs> <laughs> there was an episode you did with Mike Carls that I liked. Nice. He kind of opposed you a little bit, but at the same time, though, it didn't really feel like he was like quite opposing you as it was. Uh-oh. Fear number Speaking three, politics. So right off the bat, I'm going to say I might be silent for the majority of this one. Okay, well, I feel like we've already said a lot. but um, We did. Uh, we have already said a lot. But we haven't really talked about what is currently going on. Um, so everyone knows Russia has invaded Ukraine last Wednesday. The convoy started rolling in. The missiles started being launched. Um, and it is the first, or the first, not, or the biggest ground invasion since World War II in Europe. And it is terrifying. It is dark and twisted. And it feels, it feels random to everybody. Like, I feel like I understand more of the motives now, as I I explained earlier. But, um, and it, 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 it's just just all around uh, heartbreaking and terribly sad for the Ukrainian people. Um, Putin and the Russian army are currently trying to march into Ukraine with a 40-mile-long convoy of back-to-back, like, trucks and, 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 and APCs and, and, and stuff um, heading towards Kiev, the capital of Ukraine. Where Zelensky is, who is the president of Ukraine, which... You know anything about him? No. Well, he he has a kind of a hilarious coming-to-power story. So Ukraine is like a, like a monolithic political state, like, pretty much, where, like, okay. most people in the country have the same beliefs, like, not like here, where we're so divided. Um, in ours. So, like, their presidency um, uh, competitions are like or, or elections I should say not presidency competitions elections are basically a popularity contest which <laughs> essentially is kind of everywhere but he is a former are you sure that's not how it is here no it's kind of how it is here but there's also you know it's also like uh, maybe that's how the primaries are here really you know but like presidential elections are pretty much two different kinds of people you know but like it'd be like like imagine if like we we have a slightly different but pretty pretty similar political beliefs right yeah so it'd be like me and you running against election so like it's going to come down to who's popular because we're not that much different you know right um but he is he so what i'm getting at is he's a former comedian that's why bernie can never win (laughs) he's a former comedian and actor that had that did play the role of a president on a tv show in ukraine um before this election, so and then he became the president. Be like, be like, essentially, if John Stewart was our president, <laughs> <laughs> which I know sounds ridiculous, but we also had Donald Trump as our president, so it's not that ridiculous. No, honestly, I'll take John Stewart. I'll take. <laughs> well, him. yeah, we would we, we would be we would be okay with that. But this actually happened in Ukraine, and he is leading the fight for the free world right and now. And let's not forget, we also have Ronald Reagan as president too. Mm-hmm. Right. God, the one of the worst presidents. Set 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 up a lot set a lot of things uh, that I don't believe in. in forward, like the fucking 
war on crime and war on drug shit. Like, oh, absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. But, um, so yeah, Zelensky has been uh, rallying his uh, uh, his country, and it's working pretty much like for for as for as best as it can. Like the media is kind of portraying it like the uh, Ukrainians are like going to be able to like hold strong, but they're not. Like Russia's army is so much more. Um, sophisticated and larger like the ukrainian army i'm also i'm starting to question if anything i see on twitter is true but you should do that certain people that i trust when they retweet stuff i trust that they've done it like because there's a couple of people that i like follow on podcasts that are like noted noted journalists that have been to like ukraine and stuff oh okay um but <laughs> they they like retweeted something that said like ukraine's military budget is less than like los angeles the police department police department's budget which is insane on the surface level that ukraine's is that small but insane that la police department is that large you know this is why we say defund the police because they don't need to have more money than an entire country's military budget that's kind of crazy you know (laughs) yeah but but also we do need police though to I don't know why I'm just putting that out there I'm just like I'm trying to th- that's like the only minor difference that like we're coming into now is because I'm not really a fan of cops but at the same time I also identify that we need cops and we do have wonderful cops out there who do a good job but we also but majority of them fucking suck Google L A S D gangs on your free time yeah um, <laughs> but I, th- I feel like you understood where I was going from. Yeah, I think a lot of people yeah. think that, but um, yeah. I mean, to fund the police is different. They than, want to send it to we use the money to send it to what towards education, or towards... to not give cops tanks because that's fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't need a whole military complex for police officers, <laughs> unless right. maybe you're in Ukraine because then those tanks would probably be helpful. <laughs> 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 but um. Uh, yeah, so Zelensky is rallying the troops more and, and, and the people there um, by actually staying in Kiev, even though he's been recommended to leave. But he's still in Kiev. He's, like, taking self not selfies, but, like, videos of him telling him, we're still here. We're going to fight to the last thing. And, and you know, the people of Ukraine, like, I think one of Putin's uh, ideas was that they, they would all, like, abandon post because they know defeat is inevitable, which it is, uh-huh. because they have these missiles that they're just launching now blatantly at civilians, which is a war crime. Holy fuck. Which is fucking fucked up. But so, so like the, like the question is like, what the fuck do we do? You know, like, because Putin has said in a deranged speech that anyone that helps, helps deter this mission that we have will face the full wrath of, of, of like fury that they've never seen before similar to what um uh, uh trump said about like uh, north korea and whatnot um but this is russia not north korea <laughs> and, right and so like it puts nato at a hard spot because do we we don't want russia to take ukraine because first of all that helps russia makes them infinitely more rich now that we probably assume about this oil stuff um putin is deranged and uh wants one of the people 
one of the reasons that I think personally is that he wants to reunify Russia with what it was prior to the fall of the Soviet Union, which eventually is going to include taking Latvia, Estonia, and Lithuania back. Um, and uh, which we, which if that happens, we you know NATO is going to go in anyway, you know, because we have to. We we're signed to it. Um, but then there's the threat of fucking nuclear war, which I don't know. Like I, and I, I don't, there, there is no easy answer to this, but the Ukrainians are being slaughtered. They're being displaced from their homes. We're going to get a refugee crisis like we've never seen before with millions of people ha having to go and relocate, which is going to affect the United States. NATO so far has all allied together and they put the toughest sanctions they can on Russia where the the ruble which is their currency is what was down to like less than less than a penny <laughs> like worth like in terms of a dollar less than a penny um and they're going to their people are going to be crippled there are protests going on there which is remarkable with like thousands of people protesting in like in Russia because Putin does not. Take he doesn't those. like pr protests. No, you can be jailed and tried for treason. Have you ever, have you ever heard of the band, Pussy Riot? Yes, and I, I, I yeah. actually, I, I, uh, glad uh, you have. But I have a, it, I, have, it, I have one of their T-shirts that says "Free Pussy Riot." It's a little outdated now, but mm -hmm. explain what you're saying then. I don't like to. Oh, well, pussy. Okay, so you obviously are probably. If you guys are wondering why I'm saying that vulgar word, I'm saying it because pussy... Pussy's not that big of a vulgar word. Oh, whatever, whatever. Anyways, though, well, people look look at me weird whenever I wore that shirt out in public, but I'm just like, you don't even know what this shirt represents, you right. know? So Pussy Riot is the name of a, of a band in Russia. They were a female punk band, all female members... And I believe it was 2013, they all got arrested for hooliganism because they protested Putin. Yep. Are they still in jail? I don't think so anymore. I think they all got released eventually. No, I probably won't do that again. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but, but... But that, but that was literally the cause their... What they were charged with was hooliganism. Hooliganism. Because the Kremlin can do whatever it wants, because they have all the money and all the power. Um, so, you know, Ukraine will, without NATO's interference, which one of the things people are trying to do is to get what Ukraine really wants is for NATO to call Ukraine a no-fly zone, which they can do. Which means if there's any flying things in there, NATO can shoot them out of the sky, essentially. But does that initiate war with Russia with NATO even though technically we wouldn't be calling for war like any strike that Russia does against if Russia were to actually use a nuclear bomb which I think is kind of highly unlikely unless he is like I don't I it just feels highly unlikely it feels like more of empty threats which a bit but it's scary because it's like you know world ending right um if he, they want it to but like you know it's also it's it's tough like i've been going through war games in my head of what like what the fuck the move is um 
So for Ukraine, I have a couple of ideas of what they could do. Um, they should probably start destroying their pipeline um, that, that uh, gives, gives Russia gas to the, to the, to the east. Maybe, maybe use whatever, because they're getting, they're getting some supplies from, from NATO countries, like some aircraft and some missiles and stuff. Maybe start attacking Russia's massive oil refineries and like hurt them even more with the sanctions. I don't know if they'll get planes will get shoot shot down, which they probably will, but if you send all of them to one, like, you know, whatever. Start attacking Russia. But you don't want also you don't want to you want the people of Russia on their side. So it's a big propaganda game right now. This is I understand what you're going on. What's what you're saying? Ask me some questions. All I'm saying is, is it's going over my head in the sense of this is so big. I don't even know. How, I don't know how to comprehend it. <laughs> so one of the things they did early last week, Russia. One of the first things they took was Chernobyl. You're aware of Chernobyl, right? Yes. The failed nuclear reactor that is covered in concrete yeah. that they are still working to control or maintain. Uh huh. Um, so one of the moves I think for Zelensky and Ukraine to do, not that this is the most advised one, but if I was them in the like you know being pitted against the end of our country and the end of probably my life and like so many people's lives innocent people's lives maybe you send a missile into the reactor and blow that shit up again so it's going to leak radiated ra- radioactive gas that's going to maybe either it's either going to blow to east or west and it's going to either go to Russia and fucking hurt a bunch of people there hopefully convince people to join back or it's going to go to the West and they're going to have to get involved to try to stop this, like, you know, pour more concrete on it and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, so that's a move I think they have. I don't know if they would ever do that because that is also, you know, destroying. It's essentially kind of like a, just like, all right, you can't have Ukraine. No one can have Ukraine. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a very very fragile situation and very very dark and it's and I'm I'm just I'm just so sad for the people of Ukraine seeing all these videos of everyone having to displace their homes and probably right. never go back seeing their cities destroyed over what is, is what boils down to nothing like just Russian conquest uh-huh. and Russians fear of them joining NATO and thinking that NATO is going to attack Russia, which I don't think NATO would do that because there hasn't been an actual war between two nuclear superpowers ever. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's just a, a bunch of a uh, bunch of bullshit with a bunch of people in power fighting over other people in power to try to maintain their power. power. And these sanctions that we're all putting on probably aren't going to do anything to Putin, which is another point I've been trying to make. That um, this man is so rich that um, uh, crippling his economy and crippling his personal wealth, because they are doing it personally against him with stuff, like not letting him take anything out of banks or any of his like close allies, friends, take anything out of banks, the oligarchs, um, and, every, and everything in Russia. Like Russia had to s- limit the amount of money people could take out of banks because people 
are waiting in line to take everything out because of how heavy these sanctions are against the entire like the entire world is against what's happening right now. So right. This is the first like the first really war to go on during the social media age. So everything is getting spewed in, in, in different ways and like uh, the Ukrainian propaganda that they're doing is um, like pretending I, th- I think it personally like pretending like they're all doing good and like they're gonna win which they should be doing but I don't see a possible way without the Ukraine without without like a NATO they can they can beat off the Russians without creating without the Russian soldiers dissenting and like you know or a coup happening to Putin do you think we'll get involved no because I think that we wouldn't we wouldn't risk uh, American lives and massive amounts of American lives were Putin to be serious about these nuclear bombs we we'll only get involved if another if Putin attacks a NATO country okay. which which I don't think will happen yet but I think I could see I have this I have this theory that one of the reasons Putin's doing this now is because we have the midterm elections coming up uh-huh. and uh, he knows that the sanctions that we are putting on him, the world is going to increase our gas prices a lot. Like we could see probably $4 a gallon um, Yikes. before the end of this year, which is like, we have to do this because we have to do whatever we can to help Ukraine without getting into nuclear war. And the only hope really is an uprising um, of like the people in government in Russia, which some people have started to like call against the war, even some oligarchs have. Um, but Russia probably remains strong. They probably take Ukraine, or they probably at least take Kiev, and try to install a pro-Russian government, which will be pointless because the people of, Ru- or of Ukraine are never going to accept that. They already overthrew their government once that was pro-Russian, and uh, that was back after. I think back in 2012 before Russia annexed Crimea like two years after that but I think this is going to make the Republicans because you already have Donald Trump coming out saying that Putin is a genius for doing this which is fucking crazy that he is saying this wow <laughs> but you know how um, people feel about Donald Trump they fucking love him regardless of anything I don't understand that by the way but that's besides the point. But not as everyone is as plugged in as I am. So they're going to see these rising gas prices. They're going to blame it on Biden. Biden. They already do. Which the midterms, they're going to blame it on de- Democrats. And we're probably we're already going to lose the Senate. But now we are in jeopardy of probably losing the House. So we're going to have both of those switch to the Republicans. Um, and then in 2024, when Trump runs for election again, he's going to sway all the shit his way. And then he's going to win election. And that's when I think Putin will maybe try to invade the Baltic states because Ru- or, or Trump has already tried to pull us out of NATO and probably will pull us out of NATO um, if that if he, if he has the full support of everyone in Congress. And then they then, then like then it's going to come down to like, OK, is <laughs> is Great Britain and France the only two nuclear weapon carrying things which are pale in comparison to the amount Russia has without like with, without the United States you know NATO doesn't have a lot of nukes they have a decent amount but 
what are they going to do to stop them from taking the Baltic State? Because they're not going to risk their own destruction, which wouldn't have, which wouldn't hurt um, the United States, like uh, physically, climate wise. It would hurt us, like in a bunch of other ways that I don't think he, Trump will, is smart enough to calculate. But then he could take those three countries over and re- restore the Soviet Union, like he wanted to, in the glory of it. Which, that's my that's my grim, dark theory about what I think is going on. I don't want that to happen. So the question is, do we go in and do we defend Ukraine and risk nuclear war? We probably aren't the people that we should be asking. No, I'm just saying if you were if you were in control, like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's a huge ass responsibility right well, there. Well, yeah, well that's the point of a conversation is like, you know, like these people are still people that are in, like Biden is still a person and probably have a bunch of people like calculate that, that we don't have a, a, a definitive response yet. Everything is changing day by day, which means you know that this is fucking really teetering on what we should do. What would you do? Part of me wants to help the Ukraine, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want to help the Ukraine. But Honestly, I would probably declare it a no-fly zone and shoot down anything Russia tries to shoot and see what happens. See if Putin is actually going to make the first move because I feel like it'd be very... Because, un- first of all, it's all of NATO. Uh-huh. So, I mean, if Russia... If Russia really... If, if Putin wants to launch a nuke, like, theoretically, he... And I think he's done this before in testing... He might launch it like over like let's say the Baltic Sea and blow it up in the air so it doesn't hurt anybody, but kind of um, puts a lot of that uh, nuclear waste in the air and over to the sea, like as a threat, you know. Um, and then if that if like and then if Putin escalates it to that, I think that's probably cause for war. Or maybe Putin doesn't do that and uh, still tries to take it with ground troops, which if Putin doesn't have these missiles that can attack you, I think Ukraine could 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 uh, win or defend for like years, like within like because they're not going to accept a, a Russian controlled country uh-huh. without Russia destroying a bunch of their civilians with missiles and beating them to the ground. Or if they don't have any air there, then the people in you without us putting in any boots on the ground. Like they would be able, I think they would be able to defend their country until the, like Russian soldiers are going to get tired of getting killed for no reason. So I think yeah, I would do a no fly zone, and see what happens after that. Okay. Because I don't want these people to die, and I, I don't want them either. And yeah, even if like I have to risk, like because I, I was reading this article about like if there was a nuke launch from Russia into the United States, the most likely place. Like would be in into Boston, because it's not New York, it's not D.C., so it wouldn't automatically require retaliation. But it's still an important thing. Just just like you know, there's like the Russia would know they're serious, and like if you want to come back, like or or or, or I don't know, you know, like an intimidation thing, which is scary because that's where my brother lives. You know, yeah, I just I literally when you said that, that's what I was thinking of the entire time was your brother and Kelly. I was thinking about them the entire time. Right. 
but you know they don't technically live in Boston, and you can survive a nuclear blast. There are there are things you can do to uh, increase your level of survival. It's not like uh-huh. it's not like nuclear bomb. I mean, it, it pretty much wiped up all of Hiroshima, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, but there were still people that survived it. Right. Which, you know, it, it's a lot of luck and a lot of proximity and a lot of getting as low as you can go to the ground and hunkering in place for like a month while the radioactive dust clears. So it's all scary. Ugh. But I don't know. I don't like seeing what's happening there. And... I wish I was older and more plugged in and the media cared, but I probably wouldn't have liked seeing what was happening in, like, Iraq or what is, like, I think the U.S. has a policy now where any country in Africa, we don't have to get presidential approval to bomb, and I think we just bombed Yemen last week, like, and I'm not exactly sure of the details of why or whatnot, but the U.S. is not at all, um, uh, like, not at fault for all, like, for other shit that's going on in the world, especially the, the southern hemisphere of the world. Like, we are we are shit pe- shit people too, but it doesn't mean we shouldn't stick up for yeah other people. Like, yeah. even if this is the ones we know about, like it sucks that them that we don't know about. Like, uh, or like I don't, I don't know. Like, we shouldn't be doing a lot of the things we're doing, <laughs> but this is what's in the news, and this is what I guess I need to talk about it on my podcast because I don't know <laughs> enough about these other situations because I'm only a product of what I hear and what I can see and I'm not a I'm not a fucking journalist, you know. I I, I It's it's all it's all sadness everywhere and the only reason we're not at peace is because a lot of people control a lot of things and they're afraid of their a lot getting away while all of us just kind of want to live in peace. But these people want power and control and uh until we start eating the rich really that's what it comes down to we have to eat the rich uh-huh. and uh i know that's like metaphor a metaphorical thing to say but it might need to be a literal thing to say because we should probably eat their bodies is that what your brother's power. trying to do though he's trying to tax the billionaires but that's eat the rich <laughs> i mean i'm more of a like okay <laughs> These people need to die. Oh, good goodness! <laughs> That's why you're not running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it just it sucks. Like they're always gonna be more. Like even if we just tax them, they'll find a way to get them change the tax tax laws. Yeah. But until we start killing all of them, they're not gonna learn. Which I know I sound like a fucking dictator, but you know it's probably just gonna be a case of a constant struggle of power throughout humanity is probably maybe just built into us so yeah maybe i'm okay with the world ending so yeah let's go defend the people that we can (laughs) and if the world ends then uh sayonara suckers what what more can we say about that what what more can we say than that what more can oh what more can we say yeah you are very tired sir (laughs) yes i am I'm starting to wake up more though. Mm. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. That's good because we got looks like um uh, one minute left of this podcast. Oh shoot! <laughs> well, what can we talk about for one minute? Well, um, uh, we could talk about. Uh, uh, excuse um, me. We can talk about. I can say some quick things about CNN. Um, the news coverage. Okay. I'm a. Uh, 
massively impressed by them. Not necessarily like the, them as an entity, but I'm impressed by the journalists they have on the ground there because they have people in Kiev still. They have people all over Russia that are like seeing bombs go off and like like going seeing dead bodies on the ground. Like I've fucking seen dead bodies on the news. That's fucking crazy. Um, wearing like flak jackets and helmets and these reporters are out there like doing their jobs for this corporation to try to make them more money. But, you know, shout out to them regardless of how anyone feels or how I even feel about CNN right, as yeah. a news organization. These journalists, that's what really, what that's what real, real news comes from is fucking people that are journalists that fucking see this shit. And it's sad that there's people that don't believe them when it's just massively impressive. These journalists and these small productions that they have, like regardless of the big conglomerates that is the corporation of CNN, but the people out there actually like living and doing this as their job, like I couldn't imagine. I, I mean, there's a lot I can't imagine, but it's a lot to volunteer <laughs> to do something like that. But yeah, so that's it. All right. Well, Kevin, thanks for being on episode 194 of the Split Six podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I, it, you know, it feels good to be back. I'm a little shy when it comes to these podcasts, but honestly, it felt great. Maybe I'd like to do a little more so than, than wait for like two and a half years. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know, maybe we'll do, a, we'll do a collab. We'll try to get Dustin on and do a collab episode. <laughs> <laughs> anything you want to share, promoting where we can follow you? I don't got anything like that. Okay. Well, I guess go see the Dolly Rocks. Go, come with me. It's, let's go see the Dolly Rocks together. March 18th. Friday night. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for splitting six with us. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Follow me on Facebook if you want. Please rate this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. Leave it a good review if you want. Remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And we'll see you next week, fuckers. Glory to Ukraine. Bye. Glory to Ukraine.